Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawn and welcome to the 80s. I was going to say welcome back just in general. It's been a minute. It's you, been a f- several minutes. You've been you've busy. You've been so busy. You were on global tour. <laughs> you were like going to airports and you were like, I don't care about your restrictions. I'm going to Amsterdam. No. And they were like, we don't know about this. Please stop berating us, you monster. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was you. You were busy, and you have had lots of stuff going on. And I was at Disneyland. And yeah, and you were busy. And then I was at a bachelor party in Big Bear, which is eight hours away from me. So, okay, this this next sentence, or a couple sentences I'm going to say, is just, just for people who are from California. Okay. I had to drive the five, technically four times in a week. Wow. Woof. Was it busy or crazy or what? No, it's just the five. Oh, I don't know so, what that is. Uh, the five is the five freeway. Yeah. It's just through nothing. Oh, it's okay. It's just six hours of nothing. Oh, <laughs> it's great. It's just so like boring. Huh. I like to drive through places that have things to look at. This is literally. The car in front of you? Yes. Oh, if there is one. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, or it's just fields. Oh, and flowers. Fields. Nope. Nope. See, you've made it fun. <laughs> you've made it interesting. <laughs> Not exciting. It's you've added a Animals? fun thing. No, maybe, maybe one goat who's like, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'm a goat. Okay. Well, good. What's the theme? That I'm, I'm. We're back. We're back with these nasty movies. Yes. Yeah, so we don't really have a theme because we're still doing the worst movies. We're, still doing we're the doing the worst, the and, worst and best. Best and worst. And so you. We are getting. We are getting there. Well, one was pretty good. What? One of the movies that we watched was pretty good. What? And one was, you said it wasn't that bad. Oh, okay. No, I was curious where you were going to go with this because I will tell you right now, the entire time I was watching your movie, I was so worried that you were going to love it. No, no. No, 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 no. I was worried. I was like, mom's going to love this. No, mom's going to absolutely love this. No, mom didn't. Um, So you had to watch Staying Alive. Yes. Did you? Okay, you're going to go first. Okay. Did you read the Pokeballs? No, I didn't read anything. Oh my gosh, I have so much to share. Really? There was some really inf- good information. Can I say this out the gate? No. Well, hold on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't think this movie was bad. No, that's what I was talking I, I about. I genuinely didn't think this movie was bad. Like, And John Travolta's was, was so cute. Wasn't he cute? His hair is fun. And here's a question I have for you. Yes. Is that real? Yes. You sure? Yes. Because he started going bald early. Yeah, kind of like a Sean Connery thing, where it's like he was just like in early movies he has so much hair, right? And then there just kind of becomes a point in his life where his characters are all bald, and I was like, <coughs> "You good?" Me. Yeah. All of a sudden, I tried to breathe and talk at the same time. Are you? <coughs> I'm fine. Okay. It just came out of nowhere. Uh, and that's because I'm kind of crooked. Yes. Um, have you ever seen Welcome Back, Cotter? No. Okay, so he that was earlier. And his hair was even bigger. Mm-hmm. But what I thought was funny in this movie is he and his, the the blonde co-star, did you notice they had the same hair? Pretty much. Yeah. So here's a question for you. Okay. I don't think you, I mean, maybe you've seen Pulp Fiction. Yes. Is that his real hair in Pulp Fiction? I don't think so. Or That's, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe it is and it has like a tie. You know what I mean? Like maybe right. the ponytail isn't his real hair. Right. I don't know. But like, because that's what I feel like. I feel like after Pulp Fiction, he had right. no hair in anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't know. I don't keep like, track of this. A hair. lot of movies I've seen him in as an old. Well, Face Off. Yeah, that's after Pulp Fiction, right? But I feel like a lot of movies that he's in as an older person, he's wearing a hat or just bald. 
Yeah, because that's what he is now. He's bald. Uh, he has, pre- but he had in the seventies and eighties. He had yeah. pretty hair. Yeah, yeah, cool hair. I mean, even uh, Greece. You've seen Greece? Yeah. Big hair. What? What do you mean? Greece is Greece kind of sucks. Oh, it's fun. I think Greece kind of sucks. And that's okay. But this movie. Yeah. Okay, so. I'm really excited to share all the good stuff I know about it. I mean, you can just go for it, Mom. That's fine. I know it's my movie, but if you have stuff you want to share, I don't want you to lose anything. Oh, it's okay. You could talk, and then I can jump in. Oh, I don't know. But who knows if those things two, two things are going to line up. You know what I mean? Just say your fun stuff, and then I... Okay. Directed by Sylvester Stallone. Which is shocking. Yeah. Because this is... Okay. Sylvester Stallone, I genuinely feel like, is not a bad director. No. But he's criminally... I think he is criminally under, underlooked, overlooked. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. people just kind of assume that he makes bad stuff because he's a dinkus. But, like, I think his stuff is pretty good. Like, I right. do not think he's a bad director by any means. And I know that Creed Three already has a director, Michael B. Jordan. Like, he's directing the third one. Michael B. Jordan is directing it? Yeah. Nice. That'll be I interesting. I would honestly be kind of interested to see Sylvester Stallone direct a Creed film. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Because yeah. he hasn't done a Creed film. Which I think is kind of weird. He hasn't directed a Creed film. Right. He's oh, been nice. in them. And he's confirmed to not be in the third Creed. Oh. I'm kind of hoping that Rocky died. Oh, not but, me. But you know what I mean. Right. Just kind like, of let his character go. Because it's the... Uh, we've talked about this a thousand times. Rocky is like one of the few characters that they let like be Age. normal. Right. Like, look, I'll see Indiana Jones 5, but I'm not looking forward to watch 10,000-year-old Harrison Ford whip around on a... Yeah, but do hip. Do do Oops. I um, kind of hope he dies at the end of that one too. Okay. Or just retires and yeah. Says, and because in the last Indiana, this is such a tangent. In the last Indiana Jones, he, like the hat dropped and Mutt Shia LaBeouf went to pick it up and he was like, "Not so fast, kid!" And like he picked it up and put it back on. I'd kind of be fine if like this movie, if Indiana Jones Five ends with him literally putting his hat on a hat rack. Yeah, and, saying, and just being done. I'm done. Right. I. Yeah. It's but, good stuff. But so, yeah. So, Sylvester Stallone is not a bad director. He's genuinely no. not. And he's in this film, too. Did you see For him? For a hot second. And isn't that his brother who plays the other guy? That's a whole lot of stuff we still need to talk about. Okay. So, let's go with this. But no, th- but that is So, Frank that is Stallone. Frank Stallone. Yeah, because he kind of looks like his brother. He totally does. And he plays some really funny parts that are, are not, like, accidentally funny. They're supposed to be funny. This movie, I laughed out loud. A number of times at something that was written to be humorous. Right. That was humorous. Right. Like it hits the mom. Oh my gosh. The setup of like the all I'll do nude I will I'll do movies, but I won't do nudie parts. Yeah. My mom thinks I'm gonna catch a cold. And then later when he's meeting with his mom, his mom's like, You're not showing off your little wiener, right? <laughs> and then later when his mom's watching his Broadway musical and he's like strutting around and his mom does the the Catholic cross thing. I thought that was so <laughs> funny. I thought that was such a funny like callback to keep bringing the joke of the mom is so like embarrassed by it, but it's not like a plot point. Right. It's just funny. It's funny. That yeah. was genuinely funny to me. Right. And that's what I was going to say was that Frank Stallone is in it. Yeah. And he's, he does a couple of the songs. The, um, I can't, the main, one of the main songs is done by Frank Stallone. Yeah. I can't think of the name of it. And then now the Bee Gees did music did for they? it. They did. But here's the here's the deal. Why did you make that face? Because I went into this movie expecting. And then I like none of it sounded like Barry Gibb. And I was okay. like, well, and it, but it says like music by the Bee Gees. And I'm like, where Wait, were they? Here's what happened. Okay. Okay. It's good. Okay. Apparently 
they had some creative differences with John Travolta and they pulled out of the movie. What? Because they did, they did part, I heard at least three songs that I heard. Because I. So they pulled out of the film even though their name so is on it? That's why Frank Stallone jumped in with his songs because the Bee Gees were like, nope, we're done. Okay, also. Yes. This is kind of like a Mamma Mia 2 problem and that's fine. Okay. But don't name your movie after a song from the first one. Right. If you're not going to use it as the opening credits. Right, because it only comes at the end, right? Literally, he's like, I'm going to strut. Don't know what song this is, but I was going to say, I don't think that's staying alive, but that's okay. But so those were the Pokeballs that I found. And there were some other ones about, you know, they wanted to, they they actually wanted Sylvester Stallone in the movie. And he's like, no, I'm just going to direct it. What would he have done? They wanted to make a character, make a character for him. Yeah. Wait, who's they? He was the one who's directing it. I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. But anyway, so that's what the music. And like I said, Frank Stallone actually got like an, I don't know if it was uh, number one or whatever, but it was a popular song. Yeah. Um, and and then the girl. And Frank Stone is not dead, as no. far as we know. No, he's not. He still sings. What? Like he, what? Like disco his, music? His songs, yeah. He's still singing and out there. Yeah, I saw that somewhere. Um, but I'm and then, of course, the British, the British actress who's kind of snooty but just kind of uses people. Yeah. You don't know who she is because you don't know who she is, right? You didn't recognize her. I'm. She looks vaguely familiar. So Fanola Hughes is her name. Yeah. She has been on General Hospital, the soap, for years, on and off, on and off, as Anna Devane. So really quick. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I just googled Frank Stallone. Yes. And I am sure he's probably gotten some work done. Okay. Okay. He looks infinitely better than his brother. Oh yeah. How old is he? Uh, he's my age. But look at this picture of him, and this is good for an audio medium. Like they both look like they've got work done. Right. His work looks better. Right. Like Sylvester Stallone's work looks like work. Like he. Oh, is that Frank Stallone? That's Frank. Oh, he looks good, but he definitely. He's definitely had work done, but it's not like, oh boy. That's not like, it always reminds me sometimes when people get too much work done, like somebody just. And they look like the Joker. Well, see, and I think it looks like Saran wrap has been pulled across your face. Yeah, like Meg Ryan. She looks like the Joker. Yeah. Or. um, Yeah, Meg Ryan, right? Yeah, or Kenny Rogers when he first got his 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 was pulled so Who's tight. Who's the tears of a clown guy? Smokey Robinson. Him too, right? Well, but he's like ninety seven years old. He's not really, but yeah, his face is pretty tight. So, but anyway, we are not talking about this movie, and this movie is fun. Lots of dancing and yeah. headbands. Lots of warning. I'm about to talk about something naughty. Wink, wink. Just kidding. Kind of, but not really. Lots of hogs, and not actually. What? What well, are you talking? A lot, it it's okay. It we don't see anyone's wiener. Okay, but there's some camera shots. I didn't notice it. Oh my gosh! When all the guys are dancing, it's like okay. And this is why something where I actually texted you before this, and I was like, this might be the one we have to put a warning on because I have a genuine question for you. Okay, it's not naughty or it's okay. kind of naughty, but there's a scene where all the guys are dancing. Okay, their pants are very tight. Yes. It looks like they're all wearing extra large cups. Okay. Because it doesn't look like there's actual human anatomy in there, but they're like underpants. It look almost looks like they're wearing diapers. That's the best way to put it. Huh. It looks like they're wearing diapers because it's like, that's not any specific shape. 
It's right. just their little their little pa- their little underpants areas are very like. Here's our underpants areas. <laughs> it's like, oh, all yeah. right. Like I didn't even notice. I was just watching. Yeah, I was the just dancing. like, hey, could you chill out? Like, <laughs> yeah, but okay. Well, yeah, um, I didn't notice that. Also, there's yes. another one little thing I wanted to talk about. Sure. And it's such a weird cinematography thing, but when John Travolta is working in the restaurant or bar, dance club, or whatever he's working at, and he's a waiter, this woman is like watching him, and we didn't, we don't see her immediately. We Travolta. And the camera zooms in on his crotch. And I was like, uh, what's up? I didn't notice that either. I guess I wasn't paying attention. I was like, what is going on? Like, why did the cameraman fall asleep? What's (laughs) happening? Dropped his head. (laughs) And then it cuts to a woman who's like, I like to watch. Like, she's just being so gross to him. Yeah. And I was like, that was a really cool way for us to go from her perspective. Right. Without realizing we were going from her perspective. And also, it was cool that that wasn't to a woman. Because right. I feel like that's always like, haha, sex object is done to a lot of like female characters. Right. And this dude is sexualized so much. And part of me is like, finally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's interesting. I kind of got distracted by the way he spoke, but I know that was his character. Because yeah. John Travolta doesn't really speak like that. Um, that hey, I'm John Travolta. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. It's oh, he's just, under the table with George Lucas. Having a good time. Hey, tech. I live down here. Hey, Don, how are you? In Don, I'm talking to you. How are you? Stop it. This Just say it good. Just say good, Don. Good. You know, what? You know how it was? What? Sandy? Okay, bye. Okay. You get that? You, that I was got like a good joke. So, Wasn't that a good joke? That was good. So, you don't have to lie to me. <laughs> so anyway, I um, he doesn't talk like that in real life, but that that's how he talks in Welcome Back, Cotter. That's how he talks in Saturday Night Fever and this movie that Grease. real... Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Sandy? Yeah, it is kind of weird. But, yeah. So, okay, let's talk about it. Go. No, I just, like, this movie isn't terrible. Like, that's what's kind of... It didn't the... get a zero. I don't think it deserves it, a zero. No. It doesn't deserve a zero. No. It just... What did the first one get? Because what's... That's a great... You want me to look it up? Yeah, I want you to look it up. And here's... What I'm curious is biggest drops in sequels. Okay, well, I don't know all that, so no, right, right. look but it up. Like, I'm just so curious what the original has on Rotten Tomatoes because, like, to say that the first one is anything above a 50 and the second one is a zero, it's... I To me, like, I've said this a thousand times, and I think this is kind of the problem with doing the quote-unquote worst movies on Rotten Tomatoes is that yeah. we genuinely don't believe a lot of these are ba- that bad. Right. And I think we just repeat ourselves and that they're just forgettable. Except the ones you picked me suck really bad. Right. But there are a lot. I feel like I've said this a lot. And even you've said this a lot. That wasn't bad. It was just forgettable. Right. Like it was just like, oh, yeah, it existed. Like I'm never going to watch it again. Right. But I didn't hate it. I wasn't miserable watching it. I There were redeemable qualities to it. I feel like there has been stuff that I've given you on this that has been deserving of a zero. 82. 82? The ratings. 82 on Rotten Tomatoes, 71 on Fandango. That's wild. IMDb gave it 6.8 out of 10. So to drop from an 82. To a zero. To a zero. Yeah, and like I said, I remember seeing this when it came out because I was old enough. It was 1983, so I was a junior in high school. And um, I didn't think it was that terrible at all. I liked it's it. Fine. It's a dance it's just, movie. Yeah, it's a dance movie, and, you, and John Travolta shakes his hog around a bunch. But then again, it's again when I say that, 
And a lot of hand oh motions. Oh my gosh, this dancing both. is so hokey. But yeah. also, it's not dirty. It is not a dirty film. No. It's, it's got a PG like his, rating. It's which not Saturday Boogie Nights where you don't see his actual hog. No. it's That's the nicest word. What, what word would you prefer that use? His, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> his pee-pee? <laughs> no. Just, but you don't see that. You that's don't. what I'm saying. Even when I'm like, are they wearing diapers? What's going on here? Because you really don't see anything. It's just like, it's almost too bulging. Really. Hey, what's going on over here? Why are you? What do you guys? You guys all got like poop problems. What's going on? <laughs> it is interesting. Yeah, I didn't notice it's, it because I, on yours I was watching, but I wasn't paying that close attention. I was just like, "Hello, next scene. You guys okay? So, all right. What else do you we want? We all eat bad clam chowder and then had to dance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. That was a deleted scene. We all <laughs> had to dance after bad clam chowder. <laughs> That's pretty good chowder. I don't think so. What else do you want to talk about with this movie? No, I mean, I I think that, like, it really was trying to do something different. Right. I think, and I'm going to compare it to something, and it's like, oh, okay. It's <laughs> it's kind of like Magic Mike. Okay. Where, like, like the sexual sexualization is pushed on the men more than the women because, like... It's like, yeah, we get it. Women are viewed as sexual beings, but like they don't always like that. Like that's not always good and it's not always done well. And I think this to be like, look at this dumb piece of meat. Mm -hmm. Look at how stupid he is. Look at how he thinks he's invincible and he hates when other people break rules he is breaking on a consistent basis. Exactly. I honestly think, though, that John Travolta would have been really good in a Magic Mike film as, like, the bar owner. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? As, like, right. as almost, like, well, not the Matthew McConaughey character, because that character is supposed to be attractive. And then timeline-wise, John Travolta was old already at that point. Right. He, 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 like, he has that kind of style where, right. like, he can be sleazy and gross, but, like, in a, in a both good and bad way. Sure. But, yeah, I just, I, I, like... I think this movie was a little ahead of its time, just not great. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and see, I think what happened was, so Saturday Night Fever came out in 77. Yeah. This came out in 83. Okay? Yeah, too far. Too I think far. it was too far that the people that watched it in 77 didn't really care too much in 83. And it's like, no one cares. And the music wasn't that great, where that was the big thing. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that's fine. Like I said, I told this before. I wasn't allowed to see the movie, but I had the soundtrack. And I played that over and over because I loved the Bee Gees when I was 11 years old. Yeah, I'm just, I'm currently looking up like worst sequels to see if, okay, well this list is wrong because it has Home Alone 2 on there. And okay. Home Alone 2 is awesome. Eh, it's fine. It, it's not this. No, it's not. But you know what I mean? Like Home Alone 2, you would say Home Alone 1 is good and right. Home Alone 2 is good. Right, it's like fine. You, like, yeah. But what I'm saying is you wouldn't say Home Alone 2 is bad. No, it's, yeah, it's fine. fine. Yeah, it's This fine. is just like forgettable. Like Totally forgettable because, yeah. Yeah, and also like, again, the plot isn't awful. Like it's genuinely not. It's just like this guy sucks. I think that this kind of movie where like you see the main character and you think that you're supposed to like them is like super ahead of its time. Because you look at things like Breaking Bad and Joker, where the main character is not the good guy. They're not. Right. Walter White is not the good guy of Breaking Bad, neither is the Joker in Joker. But I, And, and I kind of think that he's not really the good guy. Like, I don't even remember his name. John uh, Travolta. Tony. Yeah. He's not the good guy of this story because he kind of sucks. Do you think so? He sucks. He's, like, in a relationship with Jody. Well, the he girl, is, yeah. But he jumps around with this other girl. And I love that she was like, what are you doing? That was a one-night thing. Right. I used you. 
I used you like a piece of meat. Right. I genuinely did enjoy that it felt like, like it was a flip. It was total gender role flip, and it right. was awesome. Right. But like, and I mean, like obviously, when people make fun of Sylvester Jones, I don't think he's a dumb man. No. I genuinely don't, and I think that like given something, I I would love to see Sylvester Stallone do a movie that he is not in. Like this. Right. Try it again. Try it now. I think this movie would do great now. Sure. In 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 the like because like I said, it's Magic Mike. Yeah. It really feels like Magic Mike. Right. We're in that like, which is wild that I'm relating to Magic Mike this much in this episode, but because we've watched that on the show. Yes, we have. That's what it felt like to me. Where hmm. it was like he sucks. He's a dumb piece of meat. And it, it had this been a woman, it would have been like, okay, we get it. She's being objectified. But in this sense, it's like, yeah, he kind of is. He deserves it because he's a scumbag. Did you really see? I didn't. I didn't feel that at all. I genuinely liked this movie. I think this is the first time ever, ever in the show. Okay, a movie has been critically panned, and I actually liked it. I didn't just think it like I. Right, but I don't think I didn't feel like he was a, a, a he was a bad guy. I felt like he was more. He is not a bad man. Right. He is the bad. He is the. the in the story, he is making more incorrect decisions than good decisions, in my opinion. Yes. He's making more incorrect Yes, absolutely. And he doesn't do that. He doesn't fix that until the very end. Right. And some characters gradually fix that. He continues to screw up and not realize that, hey, I am the problem. Right. Until he's not anymore. And honestly, I would have loved to watch him fail. Right. I would have loved if the movie ended with him screwing up and getting kicked out of Broadway. Right. And Jody succeeds and he fails. And who cares what happens to the British lady? Like, who cares? Right. Because she's irrelevant. Right. But I, yeah, I just, I genuinely enjoyed this movie. Wow. Like, I, I did I love it? No. Did I hate it? No. It's fine. But I, I kind of think it's kind of, it has some good qualities. Yeah. I, I think a zero is wild to me. Yeah. I, I don't think it deserves a, a zero when we have so much more um, worse movies than we've watched. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, like, I think what we're really getting out of this series, and I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that what a movie critic is someone who gets paid to do what we're doing. Yes. It, like, I'm sure you can go to school and you can understand art and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, at the genuine end of the day, it's just someone else's opinion that you're interested in. That's right. Because you could listen to this show. What we're doing is being quote unquote movie critics. It's not modern movies, but we're just, watching, you know, usually. Right. But like, you could listen to this show and go, Ruben liked Saturday or Staying Alive. Right. I'll go watch it. And you watch it and go, that was dog crap. Right. That's fine. Right. That happens. Like, I have no semblance or, or any control on your life if I liked something. Right. Who cares? It's just your opinion. It's, yeah. And I, But I think that we, we as a society put so much, especially like, hello, we're doing the whole thing on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. We put so much into, well, the majority, the, the minority, the majority liked this and the majority hated this and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? At yeah. the end of the day, like what you want to like, don't like what you don't want to like, it does not matter. Right. Well, I, it was always funny because when I was a teenager up into my mid-20s, if the critics hated the movie, I could guarantee you that I would like it. Yeah, that's because you're a ding-dong. I know. Because, <laughs> no, it's because, you know, I like certain movies and that's but, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it, okay. 
what I think too, and I'm sure I've said this on the show before, is I think we, especially as like a society, especially of like movie fans, have become so engrossed in is this the best thing I've ever seen or is this the worst thing I've ever seen? Right. Guess what? Things can be fine. So Star, all the Star Wars movies are are fine. They're good. Yeah, they're, they're good. fine. They're good. They're, they're I like not them. amazing. No, nope. they're not terrible. The only one that is almost perfect is Empire Strikes Back. The rest are fine. Yeah. Like you just because something doesn't align with what you like or dislike doesn't mean it's good or bad. Right. I think it's it's so fun. Now let me ask you a question. Yeah. So you watch this. Yes. Any interest in seeing Saturday Night Fever? I, I keep wanting to say Saturday Night Live. So do I. I am going to be 100% honest with you. Uh-huh. I genuinely want to watch Saturday Night Fever. Okay, so here's the main I, difference I for you to so know. I am so interested in Saturday Night Fever. Here's what the main difference you need to know. Yeah. Saturday Night Fever got an R rating. This wasn't? I think this, I thought this was like a PG-13. Lots of hogs and butts. But I saw it in high school. So I, I mean, I when I was have. seven, I saw Mystery Alaska. So. Okay, but I went to a high school that I had to sign a contract <laughs> to watch this in school. No, no, that I wouldn't see an R rated. We would, I wouldn't watch R rated films. Shut up. Because I went to a Christian school, and <sighs> guess what? What? I never did. Well, okay, I watched one scene once, but what scene? Oh, it was a movie called Young Doctors in Love. Can you guess who was in it? Rick Springfield. Yep. I watched it. I felt so guilty. Get in here, boys. We got her. She's arrested. <laughs> She's going to Christian school prison. Get her. No, I just oh, had Hey, Don, it's me. I'm George Lucas, and I'm the king of no. Christian school prison. You're no. arrested. No. No. Okay, I'll be back there. I just wanted to John Travolta. I just wanted to see the one scene with Rick. It was it was a spoof, and I just wanted to see it. So it was a spoof? Yeah, it wasn't very good, but it was just one. Hey, Don, I'm also down here. You're arrested. This is the best John Travolta impression ever. Chowder. <laughs> okay. So do you want to rate it or do you want to talk about it a little bit more? I don't really have much else to say about it, but I but I think that at the end of the I mean, that's the thing. Is like I think it was a weird tangent to go off of here, but like at the end of the day, like what you want to like and dislike what you want to dislike. You know yeah. what I mean? Like So now you're gonna art, watch Saturday Night Fever. I genuinely probably will. The I music is fantastic. I can't well duh, it's the Bee Gees. I mean, I can't guarantee that I will watch it by the next episode, but I I do want to. It's on your list. Yeah, what do I rate this? I rate it or rent it. Yeah, I think you I, should. It's not awful. Like it's I I do want to watch the first one first because I feel like I'd have more context and I might enjoy it more. Here's the thing. I could watch the first one and then then enjoy this more or enjoy it less. Right. As a standalone and not really knowing anything. Right. It stood well on its own. Like, so I can sum up your movies. Yeah, Ready? Yeah. Saturday Night Fever. Okay. Okay, I have to make sure I get this right. Big Fish, Little Pond. Okay. Okay. Staying Alive, Little Fish, Big Pond. There is nothing wrong with that. No, I'm I just saying. That, no, but that's what I'm saying is right now, I absolutely love that arc of, a, of a, whatever you'd call it, two movies. Yeah. It's not a third I mean, one. that's what it was. Duology, I don't know. I absolutely love that arc. Like, I have nothing wrong with that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, this is kind of a tangent, but like at the bachelor party I was at this weekend, I we were talking about movies, and I said, I asked someone what they thought about Jaws, and they were like, I don't really like it. I don't think it's that good. Oh. And that was the first time in my life I have ever heard someone say, I don't like Jaws. And they're like, what do you think about it? I'm like, I'll be honest with you. I think it is a perfect film. I think it is one of the most perfect movies ever made. And they were like, you're wrong. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that's fine. Like, right. Because I also think though that like liking something and thinking that something is good in our brains, it's the same thing. Sure. 
just because I think something is the best ever made doesn't mean it's my favorite. Right. I just acknowledge like, yeah, the way that that was Paddington two is probably one of the best films ever made. Is it my favorite movie ever? No. Well, I got a hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Will I ever watch it again? Maybe when I have kids, like I'm not going to go watch it right now after this. Oh, you're not? I'm watching Loki after this. Okay, we're going to talk about that. Um, so, okay, so you say rent it. Let's talk about yeah. mine. All right, let's talk about, oh, oh, boy. Hey, Mom, who's the most recognizable person in your movie? Ronald oh, McDonald? Yes. Really quick, before that, though, yeah. did you notice that the guy who played Red Foreman and also the bad guy in RoboCop is at the very beginning of my movie? No. He's the dad in in that 70s show. Oh, yeah, 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 I he's did. He's only at the beginning and he has no lines. And I was like, huh? And I know, I saw him gone. too and I was like, what? He's just gone after yeah, that. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, he's in mine or yours? He was he's in, in mine. Oh, okay, yeah. he's the dance director at the oh, beginning. Oh, and he was now dying he was like, me, me, me. But then they just replaced him. Like, it was just a completely different dance coach yeah. after that. So, okay, so I watched 1988, Mac and Me. Oh, wait, I got to fix my mic. Yeah, Somehow I turned it. It's okay. I might like have it. to move the cord a little bit, but there that's fine. There you go. Oh, is that better? Mac and me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you were the, I didn't see any Pokeballs because the only place I could find it was Showtime. <laughs> so I had to get 30 days free Showtime to watch it. But um, you told me it was, had something to do with McDonald's. Yes. I, okay. First of all, this movie's terrible. But terrible, like Blood Rain was ishy. This okay, this is just so poorly done. Like my kindergarten class could do a better film <laughs> than the, I mean the cause. Okay, so let's just talk about this. So basically what I think is some people said, hey, let's make a movie just as good as E.T. But they were drunk when they put it all together. <laughs> I'm sorry. But because it's. And we have our new merchandise. <laughs> but they were drunk when it happened. So um, it, it, this is a movie about a little. So it's very E.T.-esque. Really quick. So yeah, these people were, were had a good idea and then they really screwed it up. So you would say they. Poop the bed. Hey, poops the bed. Welcome back. Oh, thank you, everyone. This episode sure has a lot of characters in it. Okay, bye. I live under here with. Everybody. With John Travolta and George Okay, so this is a story about a little boy who finds an alien. Wow, just like E.T. The problem is, so I, again. And he has a big brother. And he has a big brother. And he has a mom, a single mom who has to work all the time. And the teenage brother drives. Yeah. And, but the problem is like he's, like we talked about at the beginning, it's somewhere McDonald's got involved. Yeah. So that's why the alien's name is Mac. And they don't Supposedly, even yeah. explain it. It's just all of a sudden. Well, it's like m- monster. Mo- it's like it stands for something. Oh, but all of a sudden they're just using Mac. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And this is if you've never seen it, don't bother. Um, <laughs> this, this is so stuck in the 80s. Like the hair is the 80s. The clothing is the 80s. Everything. There's this huge McDonald's dance sequence and it's, it's so, so cheesy it's just the music is bad and, and Ronald McDonald shows up at this birthday party for no reason in one scene he goes hey champ and what does he say he says something so random it's so random and he's going to this okay let's go back little brother don't remember his name big yeah. brother don't care about his name really quick yeah 
before we get all super off on the tangent, I need. We're this, not getting there's off no, on the tangent, right, but there's gonna... no pokeballs. But I need to get this out there. Okay. So this movie has kind of stayed in the zeitgeist of bad movies. And really quick, before I go into that, would you say this movie is so bad it's good? Where you watch it and you're like, "This is so stupid." I love how stupid this is, or it's just boring and dumb. It's just so poorly made. I can't even watch it again. Okay, great. So. This movie has kind of stayed in the zeitgeist because it was featured on uh, Mystery Science Theater. Now, did you notice Paul Rudd in this movie? No. Really? No. So, every time Paul Rudd has gone on Conan, gone on Conan O'Brien, okay? Yeah. They go, okay, well, let's play a clip from your newest movie. He plays the clip where the little boy goes off the cliff in yeah. his wheelchair. Yeah. He's not in that scene at all. But he's not even in that movie. But that's every time he goes, oh, yeah, it was Ant-Man. We have a clip for Ant-Man. So in the scene, you're going to see me like address something. And then they just play that stupid clip of the little boy not being able to break his wheelchair and then falling off the cliff into the Which river. Is so, yeah, we're going to talk about it because it's so poorly done. So, yes, so. yes that's funny. Okay. So little boy, uh, teenage brother, and little boy in wheelchair, let's just say that. Which is like. Okay, like I get what they were trying to do. But I think the little boy really was in a wheelchair. Did oh, you, you do? I have no idea. Just the way he moved, and I could be wrong, so I'd, I was going to Google it and I just forgot. But um, just a couple of times, a couple of scenes, they showed his legs, and to me it, it might have, I mean, I could be wrong. So yeah. anyway, so they move, because I don't know why they move, but they move, and Mom gets a job at Sears. We forgot about the biggest, how the movie starts. Isn't that how it starts? On They're Mars or some, space. Oh, yeah. And, some, the aliens. and okay. they're so bad. It's like paper mache faces and they, they don't move and it's terrible. Ugly. Ugly. So, so And then they get sucked into this machine ugly. and then, then they escape and it's a mom and a dad and a sibling. I guess it's a little girl and then the little Mac guy. Okay. When you do Google... When you do Google the guy who played the main character, they show you a picture of Paul Rudd dressed as Ant-Man. So That's funny. Um, so they're moving. They have a new house. They're all excited. And then... I think he... You think you were right. I think he is in a wheelchair. Yeah. I, I just... The certain movements that he made... Yes. Lots of pictures of Paul Rudd. <laughs> like, Why is Paul Rudd in the pictures? Because he uses the clip from Mac and Me. Got it. So people just put his, his him picture... Him in there. Yeah. So... Things are going on and something's weird. And this little alien is chasing or not chasing, but all of a sudden he's in the house and talk about what is that called? Where you things are just put green screen CGI. No, no, no. Where the Coke. What is that called? Product placement. Oh, Lord have mercy. (laughs) Coke must have had because this little alien, when he's not feeling well, what do they give him? Coke on a Coke with a straw. And for the record, for the record. Coca-Cola, because what? Oh, Coke. Yeah, what, that did not sound right. But what I mean is Coke on a straw. That did not yeah, sound right. Boy, speaking of Coke on a straw, it sure sounds like uh, that's what these people came up with when they thought of this movie. or something. But so Coca-Cola. What if the alien uh, loves uh, Coke? Yeah. You mean like what we're having? No, the red kind. And also Ronald McDonald is there. Yeah, it it's it's weird. So. Then things are happening and like they move into this new house and then the next day they get up and the house is all decorated weird and the mom is like, boys, why did you do? Okay. And there's like a drill hanging in, out and it's the interior of the house is decorated like a forest almost or desert or something desert. like the planet. Yeah. And she's upset. Yeah. At the boys and the older son just goes, I had nothing to do with it. 
And so she goes, she pretty much just directs her anger at the younger son. Right. But he's, how, a, he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. How, how was, could he, he could do any of that? I know. The dialogue is so dumb. And she's like, that was my mother's picture. It's 100 years old. I'm like, how old is your mother? <laughs> I mean, it makes no sense. It just really t- terrible dialogue. Terrible everything. It's just, it's so badly done. So that's what I was going to say. I think it cost 13 million and I think it only grossed like five or six or something. It was nominated for four golden raspberries. There you go. It should have won every one. It won two of them. What did it win for? Worst director. Absolutely. And worst new star. Oh, I'm sorry. Ronald McDonald. Oh, there you go. Okay, then that's fine. I was feeling bad for the little boy because it even said an introducing and I'm thinking, oh, this poor kid, this poor kid. So things are happening and then the little girl who lives next door she sees the alien so then they believe the little boy believes and the little girl believes but nobody else believes so what do they decide to do they're going to suck him up with a vacuum the cgi or whatever i mean granted it was 1988 is so tacky it's awful it's it's unbelievable and then he's trying to find his way home because it's so much like et and then they have to go on a chase after the big mcdonald's scene (laughs) And, and the, what bothered me about the whole McDonald's scene is the big sister says to the little girl, hey, why don't you invite so-and-so to so-and-so's birthday? And I'm like, he doesn't even know this little girl. And then they all go to McDonald's and <laughs> there's a dance sequence. And there's a, well, and then they can't bring, they have to bring, they, they have to bring Mac with them, but they've dressed him up like a scary teddy bear they dressed him up like a serial killer it's awful and they cut out his it's just terrible the the eyes of the teddy bear are cut out and he's walking it's just and at some points you can tell that it's a person walking in throughout the entire film you yes. can see a person's jaunt okay but then other times it's just i don't even know if 88 they did cgi so whatever that was claymation i don't know it so was not it was awful. It was terrible. Everything about this, like I said, product placement for Coke was terrible. Product placement for Skittles was terrible. Mm-hmm. The storyline was terrible. The dialogue was terrible. Everything was just so cheesy that I can't believe at any point that somebody thought this was a good idea. So. Okay. We're going to jump to the end real quick because like, there was no, there was no Pokeballs. Okay. But this is something that this movie is known for. I was going to say, long story short... One of my students mm-hmm. has a therapist in his in our classroom, and, and he comes okay. and helps the little boy. And he always asks me what movies we're watching. Yeah. And he was telling me a little bit about this was not the original scene, and is that what you're going to talk about? The ending? Yeah. On what happens with, with the boy in the wheelchair? Yeah, that's what, yeah, tell me because. So in the, in the American release, something happens. What happens to him that he dies? He just straight up dies. So, okay, what happens is, long story short, the mother, father alien and the little girl alien, are, and now now they have Mac back, so she's carrying him like a little baby. And they're in like a grocery store, and somehow the dad alien gets a gun. So he's waving the gun around, and now the police and the security guards are all chasing them, and they're yeah. like, no, no. Well, then the dad alien picks the gun and has the gun and he's like starting to shoot. So everybody's shooting. And then the little boy in the wheelchair is like, no. And he goes, and then the building behind him just blows up the worst, worst special effects I've ever seen. Yeah. And then he dies. So, and the doctor goes, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Right. They're like, he died. No, no. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? He's gone. He died. And then they're just boogers crying. Everybody's crying. Okay. So in the Japanese release, uh, I don't know how to 
put this lightly. So the same exact scene happens, except one of the cops is aiming his gun at the dad. And Eric, the little boy in the wheelchair, shoots himself out. It's like, no, no, no. And he gets shot by a police officer. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, they what? said they changed that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. So this, he blows, blows up. And, of course, the aliens save him. And With then. Coca-Cola? Yeah. It's like, what? And then, okay, just so you think, okay, this is fine. And what I'm thinking is, okay, now they're going to get up in a little spaceship. And they're going to fly away. Oh, no. Oh, no, but wait, it's not over. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's not over because it's not, I mean, it's not believable at all. The faces are so distracting. Oh, God, they're ugly. They're, they're so gross bad. Looking. Even for 1988. Yes. They could have been better. So they um, they become American U.S. citizens. Yes. They wear clothing and they drive a pink Cadillac. Here's my problem with that. Well, the mother lets him go with them. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Really? You're going to let go with ugly-faced aliens. And they don't speak Yeah. Any and they're language. driving? Yeah, they're driving. Big pink Cadillac. But also, they're all wearing clothes now. Yes. Which implies that through the entire movie, we're just looking at naked little aliens running well, around. Yeah, which apparently we could have put them in clothes from the beginning. Yeah. They're, they're like not wearing clothes on their home planet. Right. It's This movie was, again, I don't know why anyone thought this was a good idea it's it's not it's it's sad because it could have been but it was such a i mean i almost think that somebody made this on a dare it really feels like that to me you ready to read for me to read you a little bit of a paragraph on the development of mac and me it's a little bit of paragraph but that's right read it slow because i'm old producer rj lewis had previously worked on advertising campaigns with McDonald's and had an association with their charitable arm, Ronald McDonald House Charities. He explained that at the time, Ronald McDonald was, quote, even more well-known than Santa Claus, end quote. I don't know about that. But that E.T. was close behind and thus felt that the next, quote, generation, end quote, needed an E.T. of their own. Lewis was required to negotiate the rights to use the McDonald's brand and its elements within the film. He pitched the project as a cross-promotional endeavor which could be promoted at its restaurants with its profits helping support Ronald McDonald House. Okay. Well, I love Ronald McDonald House and all that they do, but, I mean, this was so off the mark. It was awful. It wa- And it wasn't good for them. And I you want to know the kicker? Tell me. This is right before Disney started doing Happy Meal Toys. There was no Happy Meal toys of this because Happy Meal toys didn't exist. Right. See, then. And then it's like Disney started to work with them in a better and more profitable way. Right. Could you imagine toys of this movie? No. And I'm, yeah. It's, it's, again, it's just so sad. And it just got worse and worse and worse. And like you said, it's an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix. Did you tell me? Yeah, Netflix season. I'm going to go and find it because it's I really want... really funny. I, that's what this... But also the score was so like... Lame. Hey, do E.T., Right. don't do E.T. And also there's one scene where like... It's not the score, it's the soundtrack. Okay, the score is very like, do E.T., but don't do E.T. The soundtrack, there's like this weird love song about being friends. Yeah. And it's like, is this kid going to try and bonk the alien? Or no, it's like the mom or something. Like he kept cutting to two weird characters. And I was like... What is this? Why are you yeah. playing this like... I love you so much, but only as a friend. <laughs> like, I know it was it was very weird. It was just bad. So yeah. I would say throw it in the trash, jump on it. Don't even. I mean, it's not worth it. Save like, your lighter fluid. 
save it don't yeah it's just it's so or you know what if you want to watch it watch it on mystery science theater 3000 yeah i'm sure jonah ray well he does jonah ray absolutely crushes this movie in such a good way well and i'm sure it's fantastic so i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it tonight it's, probably yeah, that yeah, way and like i heard it. it's only like 30 minutes well they, it's 45 i think they they uh, i mean when mystery science theater was on tv they would condense it you know what right I mean? they, well that's so, what yeah, you need it's to do so funny yeah it'll be good i i can't wait to watch it so okay so we have a facebook page it's just Mother Prude on Facebook. We have Twitter. KTMA Show at Twitter. We have a Discord. In the notes, we're talking. And if you watch, I'm going to jump ahead really quick. If you watch Loki and you want to talk to us about it, we have a what, secret room. A see, oh, we have a secret room to talk about Loki because we're talking about spoilers and Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson's big old nose. His nose and the problems he's had with his poor nose. And let me see. We have um, we have a Patreon if you'd like to support us. Patreon.com. Slash KTMA show. We have merchandise. Yeah. T public. T-E-E public. We're going to talk about this in a second because, uh, spoiler alert, we got some news to talk about. But yes. speaking of our T public merchandise. Yes. Our number one big huge seller, Clifford Makes Big Dookies. You said sold two things. Right. Two stickers or something. We got a trailer. For Clifford the Big Red Dog. Right. And I do I still hate it. And That's I still fair. think it's bad. Okay. But what were your thoughts on the parts that I liked with the beginning of like, oh, it's a special dog and he grows the more you love him. Yeah, I love that. I don't hate that. No, I that was don't fine. Hate that. I just And then like John Cleese is the guy who has a magic pet shop. Love that. I'm fine with that. Yes. The rest it, immediately after that, it turns into CGI boring. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just every other movie with a main CGI character. Well, and they've changed it so much because this is the uncle, not the mom and dad, and and I, I don't Emily Elizabeth maybe doesn't have her mom and dad anymore, which I don't mind. I do mind because they are alive and in this in forty seven thousand books that I've read in my right. classroom. But Emily Elizabeth in the books isn't sad and lonely. No, she's cute and blonde. Exactly. What I'm saying is like this Emily Elizabeth doesn't have anyone else besides her uncle who doesn't understand her. And who is the uncle? Do you know who he is? No, he's Jack Whitehall. Hmm. Oh yes, I saw. Yeah, somebody said that in the Discord. Hey, look. I, I kind of like that. Like, I like that they've given Emily Elizabeth a little bit more character. They could have just been like, yeah, this is Emily Elizabeth. She has a very big dog. Okay, here's the plot. Right. But I like that we kind of are introduced to that. Okay. I kind of hope that we don't see Clifford, like, grow mad. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, he magically grew in front of our eyes to save the day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I kind of hope it's just like a, oh, he grew so big and he's going to continuously grow. I hope he doesn't shrink. No, I don't think so. You know what well, I mean? That yeah. would be so weird if he like shrunk. Yeah. It looks bad, but I'm kind of interested in the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not interested at all. But I just, I like the explaining. I'm protesting. I know. Are you protesting? Clifford. Also, no, I am Clifford, shocked. No, Clifford. I am no, shocked Clifford. we got a trailer with no reference to poop. He even goes to a doctor. Right. You'd think the doctor would be like, what about his poop? Right. Nobody talks about his poop yet. Well, you'll see. Uh, there's got to be a poop joke in there. There has to be there one literally has poop to be joke. One? Just at least one. Okay. So, but I didn't finish. It right now. Yes. Calling it right now. The villain, who I believe is Tony Hale, who's the okay. guy from Mysterious Benedict Society. I love this guy. I, I'm liking this guy more and more. You we'll should talk watch about Rest that. of Development. He's one of the main characters in that show, and oh. I think he would like that show. Okay. Tony Hale appears to be the bad guy. I will call it right now. Right now, he steps in a big pile of very big poop. Something Very poop. big poop. And he goes, oh, but you don't see it. But you see he steps in and he like picks his leg up or whatever. And it's like up to his knee. Right. And it's like, ha, 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 because it was so much poop. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna wait till it's streaming somewhere. <laughs> I'll probably in theaters. I'll wear my. We're gonna rent out a theater, and all the KTMA fans will come and watch Clifford take a big poop. And when he cheers, when he cheers, we'll all cheer. When he cheers, when he poops, we'll all cheer. Yeah, and then we'll just leave. No, <laughs> we did it. I'm not gonna watch it. So, anyway. Do we have any emails today? We do have an email. Oh, great! This is a little bit of an old email, and I apologize for not. Yeah, because we haven't now. we haven't been it's been a recording. Few weeks. Sorry about that. Greetings, Don and Son. Okay, at this point, now this is from William, who has emailed us before, and at this hello, point, William. That is a personal attack. Why? <laughs> you get Don, I get and Son. Yeah, but usually I, it's Reuben and Mom. No, no. Usually it's Hey Don and that other idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you, we've never gotten a letter that says John and the other idiot. Well, now we're about to get like seven. So no, <laughs> Ruben is a nice person. Please don't write that. Thanks, mommy. <laughs> You're welcome, honey. You are hello a nice from person. the East Coast. I hope the Western one is doing well. Slow I've... down, slow down. I can't hear you. It's too fast. Hello from the East Coast. I hope the Western one is doing well. I have been enjoying the podcast as always, and I'm answering the siren song for themes ideas. So here it goes. Trucker movies such as Over the Top and Big Trouble oh. in Little China. That's I do like Trucker movies is a good one we haven't done. Yeah, and Meet Me Halfway by Kenny Loggins is the main song in Over the is. Top, and it's a great song. Kung Fu movies such as Ip Man and Big Trouble in Little China. Have you do you know what Ip Man is? I don't. It, I believe I could totally be wrong here. It's about the guy who trained Bruce Lee. Oh, okay. It's really interesting. It's like a good kung fu movie, but also that's like that's. So is it like a documentary or no, like? No, no, no. It's, oh, okay. It's just like a kung fu. It's okay. Fictionalized, but it okay. is about the actual guy who did that. Okay. Uh, fish out of water movies such as Witness and Big Trouble in Old China. Oh, I'm seeing a theme here. Yeah, I really I can't notice one. Fantasy sorcery movies. Ooh. I know you like, love that stuff. Like Willow. Yeah. And Big Trouble in Little China? I think he likes Big Trouble in Little China. What? You keep saying it. I haven't noticed that. Yeah, he said it every time. Glorious movies of James Hong. Seriously, take a look at his IMDb page. Over 440 entries during in 1954. Before I read the two suggestions for James Hong, we could do an entire month on James Hong. I don't know who he you, is. You do when you hear his voice and see his face and you go, oh. He's an actor? Yes. Oh, I was so, thinking he was a director. No, James Hong... Uh, Here's the thing that I think you'll know him as. He's the goose dad in Kung Fu Panda. Oh, oh, I know exactly who that actor is. Yeah, yes. we should do he, we an episode. We could do an entire month on James Hong. We're not going to do a whole month, but, but we could do it. He's one of the most underrated character actors yeah. of all I know exactly time. who he is. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. has been in every kind of movie yeah. that you can think of, and he is great. Uh, anyway, the suggestions for uh, those are... Chinatown and Big Trouble in Little China. William wants us to do that one. Uh, and then specifically, Kurt Russell movies where he has a mullet. There you go. Such as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Kurt Russell's in the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. I haven't seen I those. I didn't like that one. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy and Big Trouble in Little China. Hope those are helpful. And, and Overboard. An, he has it in Overboard, too. He does have it in Overboard. And as an add-on, proof that Poops is a twin bed, uh, we got a picture uh, of that he drew of Poops the twin bed. Uh, and I'm the twin bed, craps the bed. There so you go. Poops and craps are look. That's the two mascots of the show. You love it. You absolutely. I, I do. But thank you, William, for writing in because I love emails. Oh, it's Patrick. I'm Patrick. Sorry, Patrick, Patrick. <gasps> oh Patrick. my goodness, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I called. I called Patrick William. I'm hey, so I'm sorry. Sure it's okay. Sorry, it's Patrick. Patrick. It was Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Was, I started that. That was my bad. But hey, what's that movie that Kurt Russell's in? Where he like drives a truck and has a mullet and big trouble in Little China. No, I was thinking of Sky High. Anyway, uh, no, I think we're gonna have to do Big Trouble in Little China. Have you ever seen that movie? 
Uh-uh. It's weird, but a fun weird. Okay. I also just really like Kurt Russell. He's so. I was cool. gonna say doing Kurt Russell movies would be fun too. Yeah. But one of them has to be Big Trouble in Little China. Have we done the Santa Claus movie yet? They, we've done that one, right? We've talked about it, but I don't think we've like done it. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen the second one. It's good. Okay. It's fine. All right. So now we're moving on. Yes. To what have you been watching? Oh, do we have to do something else? Movie news. Okay, go ahead. Did you see how it interrupted you? Because it was you always interrupt me. No, I don't. Yes, you do. That was that felt charged. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Hey, we got some we got some news, movie news coming up. Okay. And we're a little late on this, so I apologize for not talking about this earlier. Um, Marvel has announced that they have no plans for Blu-ray releases of WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and assumingly Loki. Huh. They will only stay on digital mediums. Good. As a collector. Right, which you are. As someone who pretty much owns every MCU movie. No, you don't own them. I own them now because they're in my house. That's fair. Uh, I get it, but it's like, I want them. I want a physical version of them. Would you watch any of those again? I mean, I've watched them multiple times just because they're on Disney+. Plus. But for me, as someone who likes to collect big DVD cases, I don't need to watch them. Right, you just want them. I just want the physical. Here it is in my, my bookshelf. Right. Every Marvel thing ever. Right. Okay. Um, second news, uh, Turner and Hooch got a trailer. Looks pretty good. Yeah. I think it's going it, to, it, doesn't it air on Disney Plus the end of July? Yes. Okay. Uh, second up, uh, Monsters at Work coming out this week. Next week. Yeah. Right. Within the next nine days, seven days, I believe. Because do you have a, do you remember the official date? Because you, nope, I think I'm it's next week. Genuinely. I'm feel so like this excited show about has it. like snuck up on us completely. Which is great. I'm excited. And I know that it's not this, so when I say this, it's going to be wrong, but the way that it seems is it's going to be The Office meets Monsters, Inc. Cute. Cute. I like it. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't care. Like, more Monsters, Inc. is great. Yes. Monsters, Inc. is the second most underrated Pixar property, so give us more of it. I just think that's good. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, not we got a new Disneyland ride or Disney Park ride getting a movie. Jungle Cruise. Not Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise is already. That's our. That's nobody knew. Nobody didn't know about Jungle Cruise. Somebody specific is working on making a new move uh, movie based on a Disney Park attraction. The attraction is Tower of Terror. Okay. The movie itself will not be Twilight Zone themed. Okay. It'll just be about the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Which they made that one in the eighties with Steve Steve and Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. Uh, it's Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Working on it. Don't know if she's starring, but she's producing and writing, whatever. If you don't give my man the Goots a cameo, right. I'm storming out. Right. He could give be a Bellman. Goots a cameo. Steve Gutenberg. That's who you're talking Whoa, about. Oh, wait a minute. What? Hashtag give Goots a cameo. G U. How do you spell Gutenberg? G U T T E S. Hashtag at Disney right now. If you're listening to this, tweet at Disney. No. Or Disney Plus. Or ABC. Whatever. Freeform, what are they called now? I don't know. At Disney, give Goots a cameo. Get Steve Gutenberg in the Twilight Zone movie, or in the Tower of Terror movie. Right. What? Why Disney, is... Disney, Disney. No, that, okay, look. We know somebody who works for that company, and he cannot do, that's not, you always be like, he can do it. He can't do those no, things. I know, and I just say it because it's silly, because I know that 
he doesn't do well, that. I but thought it's you just... were being like, it's Steven Gutenberg. And I was like, what? No, it's no, no, Steve no. Gutenberg. I just said it wrong. Okay, so, well, then that's, okay, that's. That's that's our fun news. Um, but Jungle Cruise is coming out the end of July. Yeah. I don't think. Space Jam's coming soon. Yeah, well, no, Space Jam is on HBO Max. So yeah. that, we have that. I won't be paying extra. No. Um, don't know if I will pay extra for Jungle Cruise, but I do want to see it. I'll probably go see it in theaters. But uh, if Black we, Widow's this week too. Oh yeah, not gonna pay for that either. I'll go see that in theaters. Yeah, of course. I I'm not that interested. I can wait three months. Yes. I I'm not as interested. But I saw something. I saw Cruella. What'd you think? I actually really liked it. It's not for kids. That's fair. Like preschoolers or whatever, little kids, they wouldn't like well, it. It's dark. Well, why would okay. Now, because when people see a Disney film, they think sure. it's for kids. But also for me, Cruella is probably, this is not a joke, one of my favorite Disney villains. Okay. Like unironically, there's sure. no bit here. This no, is you just, there's like, sh- just like, I like, I love Maleficent. Yeah, but I have always liked 101 Dalmatians. Sure. Like it's just one of my like undersung heroes that like, I loved this Roger. I always wanted to be like Roger. Okay. Uh, it's very different in Cruella. That's fine totally different i've heard that it's disney's version of the joker and i'm totally okay with that uh it's good i really like i've it. seen a lot of jokes about cruella's quote-unquote origin on oh that's why she hates dalmatians Ugh. like it's no, kind of like hokey but right it, it's pretty good uh yeah i know i i'll watch it eventually yeah um black widow so speaking of black widow so speaking of what have you been watching seeing yeah. going to visiting looking at uh-huh can I do? Can I? Can I tangent a little bit? Do we have time to tangent? Really, you would tangent? How Are you dare kidding? you? The show's over. Bye, everyone. <laughs> of course, go ahead. I'm no. just kidding. Go ahead. No. I love to tease you because we do tangents all the time. Go ahead. I went to Disneyland. Yes, you did. So that's what I was looking at. It was Disneyland. Yes. I was so happy to be back in Disneyland. Yes. And it was so weird to be there without. I okay. So so behind the curtain. Whoop. I'm fully vaccinated. You're fully vaccinated. We're all, we all, vaccines are real and vaccines are important. Okay. I was there fully vaccinated. I felt comfortable being there because everybody was okay. Right. Uh, Super weird to be there with no one with no social distancing and no masks. Only for the employees and the social distancing was for the employees. Right. It was just, it was cool because it was like 35% capacity supposedly. Right. Longest line we waited in was 30 minutes. Nice. I got to do Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Yes. Amazing. I cried three times. Aww. Uh, and at the end of the ride, all other seven people with me were like, are you okay? And I was like, it's just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> like, and they were like, you were also with all girls. I, yes. And who were like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, everything. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was amazing. Um, and then when we went to California Adventure, we got to see Avengers Campus. Yes. I cannot stress this enough. Okay. Avengers Campus is amazing. So where did they put it? Bugs Land. Get out of here, trash, oh, trash right. pit. Right, it was time. Yeah. Well, also like, look, and I, I say, haha, Bugs Land, you suck. Get out of here. Bugs Life is probably one of my favorite Pixar movies besides like Coco. Right. Like Coco, like Coco was the one that came out, and I was like, oh, you sack of crap. <laughs> you really had to upseat Bugs Life like that. Like, oh, oh, I thought no one was gonna do it, and then Coco was like, remember me, and I'm like. <laughs> the flea and i'm like back <laughs> that's funny so it replaced bugs land okay which it, it was no time with, right which is kind of funny okay okay because who is the main character of bugs life what is he what is he he's an ant great so that's funny 
in the Avengers. Yes. What kind of character? What's who's a character that might relate to that? Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man has a restaurant called Pim's Test Kitchen, and it's Hank Pym who's the original Ant Man. Yes. And in it, there are some of the lights, so things are very big and very little in there because they make things big, they make things little. Right. And in it. There are very huge extended Christmas lights uh-huh. that wrap around the restaurant as like lighting fixtures. Those are from Bugsland. Oh, very cool. So it's because you're already small anyway. So uh, first of all, really quick, I'm just going to run. I mean, Avengers Campus is not huge. Okay. It's decently sized. And some of the stuff like Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breaker already existed. Okay. But I did get to see it for the first time. I'd never gotten to ride it. It's been out for like five years. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was so amazing. It was awesome. As a huge fan of Twilight Zone. Right. I loved it. Right. Like I was like, oh, man, I kind of wish we had Twilight Zone. And I went on that ride and I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> like this this ruled. This was yeah, awesome. That's good. Um, There's little references to Disney Parks history. Harold the Yeti is from Matterhorn is there. Uh-huh. He's like a stuffed version of Harold. It's just Cute. In the, in the old Harold, not the new Harold. They right. changed him. Uh, but no, okay. So, so really quick, all the food in in Avengers Campus is awesome. Okay. What? No, slow down a little bit. You're talking really fast. Well, that's because we're we're not going long, but we'll that's okay. Long. Okay. So all the we food, haven't done one for two weeks. We're I good. Know. All the food at Avengers Campus is amazing. Okay. Pim Test Kitchen was so good, and they had this. They, all, everything was so stupid in the best way possible. Okay. Okay. There was a fun size candy bar. Okay. That was grown super big. Yeah. Whitney and I got through maybe half of it. And we're like, this is too much. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> it was brownie, chocolate, caramel, blah, 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 mm, blah, 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 blah. That sounds blah, blah. delicious. But, it, but in the package that they serve it to you, and it's literally like looks like a fun size wrapper and it says one ounce and it's popping out of it like super far. Oh, how fun. The chicken sandwich we got. Uh-huh. Is a little mini, a little mini bun, little mini brioche bun on a big piece of chicken, like a schnitzel chicken. Yeah. And so it's like supposed to be a chicken sandwich, but it's so big. And Whitney and I were laughing because we're like, "How do you eat this?" We figured it out. Right. She was like going to cut some of it off, and I was like going to take a picture of it. I was like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm going to eat it." I'm like, "No, no, no, no! It's a sandwich. You have to eat it like a sandwich." She's like, "Why?" I was like, "Cause it's funny." <laughs> I took a picture of her eating it. Um. The thing with Avengers Campus compared to Galaxy's Edge. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Galaxy's Edge and st- with Disneyland with just the Star Wars area. Sure. It's very cool. It's very fun. It doesn't feel as full. Okay. Like, like busyness-wise. Okay. Character-wise. Okay. We saw Chewbacca and we saw Rey. And then we okay. saw this new character they introduced just for Galaxy's Edge called V. Okay. Or Vi or whatever. Cool. But Chewbacca just kind of stood up on the thing and waved at me and I went, hi, Chewbacca. And then we talked to Ray, and I was like, hi, Ray. <laughs> okay. Okay. And Avengers Campus, you'll be standing somewhere, and all of a sudden you hear like a horn, and the Dora Milaje come out, uh, Black Panther's yes. security, and they just start doing a show in the middle of the campus, and they're wow. walking through the campus, and they're like, with like swords and stuff. Nice. And then you'll just be standing there, and Ant-Man will come out. Right. And they'll just be standing by you. And then Spider-Man will literally be flipping on a building. Wow. Because it's a robot, but it looks like a real guy that they're just shooting into the air. But And then Doctor Strange comes out, and he does a magic show. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, he does his little magic show. And it's funny, because here's a, you know, a little spoiler, wink, 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 hit, hint, hint. Yeah. He asks for your help, okay, when you're in like watching his magic show. And he's like, we need one of the most powerful Avengers. Like We need something from their realm to help us out. 
and you have to say Thor. He's looking for someone to say Thor, okay? So he says, Thor, you say Thor, and he pulls something out of like a cabinet or something. I don't remember. I just saw parts of it. He pulls something out, but there's still a hand attached to it. And then Thor comes with it out of the cabinet. Wow. And then he like walks through the show and is like, what? How did I get here? And he walks through the show and leaves. And then you can just like see him like, and then he's just out for pictures. Wow, that's cool. And at one point, Tony was out there, like Iron Man. And he was out there and he was like, it's me, Iron Man. It's a guy in a suit, but for Iron Man's, it's all uh, automatic. Right. Cool, how we doing? Let's take a picture. It's me, Iron Man. Hero pose, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Ant-Man, it is not an automated voice, okay? Okay. So when you think Iron Man, you think, oh, he's going to say cool things, okay? Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah. We walk up to Ant-Man, me and Whitney, and I'm like, hey, Ant-Man, how are you? Okay? Ant-Man just goes, I'm fine. Something a little weird on my neck. (laughs) (laughs) But that is such like an Ant-Man way to do that. Mm -hmm. Just like, I'm just a normal man. Like, I don't belong here. Um, That's funny. And then, so we're, me and Whitney are kind of, so we... Went to Avengers Campus and did the Spider-Man ride, which I cannot stress enough. One of the most fun things ever because you just you do your little hands and you go pew, 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 and you catch the webs. Okay. And in the pre-show, you're at an open house. Okay. Okay. For this web place called it's Worldwide Engineering Brigade. And they have a guest speaker coming in. It's Peter Parker. So you're standing there in the room waiting for him to come out. And the robot's like, and we're so glad to welcome you. Peter Parker walks out early and goes, and then jumps back because it's him. It's Tom Holland on a screen. Oh, funny. But it looks like he's really in front of you. And he goes, and he comes back, and then he gets introduced. Oh, that's funny. Because we were watching it with a bunch of people in the pre-show room, and everyone starts clapping, and then he jumps back, and we all start laughing, and then he comes out. Wow. And so you do your little web things, and early, we were there early, and it was like, man, it's really full here. Like, I just, there's just a lot of people. Like, I normally have felt comfortable, but now I'm just like, there's just too many people here. So Whitney and I are like, we don't know if we're going to get to come back to Avengers Campus, but that's okay. If we don't, we got to experience it. Right. So we, and I got my dumb Avengers gauntlet. I got I my saw that. gauntlet. So we leave, and then later we're just hanging out somewhere looking at our phones for mobile ordering food. And Whitney's like, Pim's Test Kitchen is open for mobile ordering. And I'm like, order, order right now. Because you, it used to be, like right when it first opened, you could only mobile order to Pim's Test Kitchen if you were in Avengers Campus. Oh, okay. And we weren't in Avengers Campus anymore. So I was like, order right now. So we just put our, our lunch order in. And then at that point, it was walk right in. It was so much more empty because everyone had did it early. Right. And now it was, and we got to watch this show where Black Widow and Black Panther fight this character known as Taskmaster on top of the Avengers HQ. And it was like watching a movie fight. Nice. Just standing there. And there's this very nice woman who I asked three different cast members. Oh, I heard the TVA has a prisoner, and this will lead great into what we're talking about next. The TVA has a prisoner that they've been, been flaunting around. Are they going to show that prisoner off? And they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and then we're waiting to meet Iron Man. This lady walks, this employee walks up to us, and she was super nice. She was super wonderful. And just talks to us, talks to us, and she goes, are you guys liking Avengers Campus? And we're like, we love this more than anything. Like, this is so cool, and we absolutely love this. She goes, have you seen all the characters you want to see? And we're like, well, we're looking for Loki. Like, we want to see Loki. And she's like, she pulls out this little schedule because we saw some people have it. We're like, oh! She pulls out this little schedule and goes, I'm not saying anything. But if you just so happen to be here at 310, maybe you'd run into him. <laughs> and it was 250. And we're like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. And we're like, great. And so at 3, 306, we kind of wander over to where she was. 
because it's little areas that don't really look like photo op areas, but you're like, once you are there and they build the line, you're like, that was such a great secret way to do a photo op area. Right. And she's like, oh, what are you guys doing here? Just just hanging out. <laughs> just driving me away from the shade. She goes, oh, weird. Mm-hmm. And then we see him walk and we're like, oh. And then he walks out and he's wearing his TVA variant jacket and like nice. he's wearing his and when he's like I was hoping he's wearing his Loki stuff and I was like well he's wearing his Loki stuff but not his Loki stuff and he hated me uh, in the best way possible you know what I mean because yeah. I was just like I was like <laughs> stupid <laughs> like how I do with every character where I'm just that little idiot who's like <laughs> don't get choked up <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> um, funny but because I like to see how they play it. he played it so well he was so n- fun he did not want a picture with me <laughs> he wanted a picture with Whitney and when we took a picture together he totally put his arms out and was like I'm important I am the most important because he's just fun. a guy right know? yeah but it that's was so good. it was so fun Avengers Great. Campus is so much fun if you can get there get there I'm very interested how they're going to do the other ones because they are not the same campus like in universe it's multiple campuses. Okay. So there's one in California. Okay. And there's one in Hong Kong. Okay. And there's one in Paris, I think. Okay. Well, Paris for sure. I think the other one's Hong Kong. Um, also, when we went and did the uh, the Incredicoaster, which Kay. used to be California Screaming Nazi Incredicoaster, yeah. we're about to go and it's about to start. And then we look to our left and Edna Mode was just standing there waving at our car. We're like, how, ah, Edna Mode. How funny. We saw so many more characters in california adventure than we did in disneyland okay and it was so cool like like miguel miguel was in california adventure right I that's what that you picture. sent me yeah it was the puppet miguel that i really like and i'm like this is how they need to do more characters right i'm just like it doesn't need to be a guy in a suit because it wouldn't work right lila was a person in a suit and i was like what's wrong with her head right <laughs> like, it's I'm weird like, well that's good that sounds yes. like you had a great time i did all right, I just real quick because we are running out of time here. Yeah. Let's just talk real quick. We get why don't we save? Should we save Loki for next week? No. Yeah, but you watch episode three? Not yet. I'm yes, halfway you did. through. No, you're halfway through episode four. Oh yeah, I did watch three, but I wanted to talk about something else really quick. I saw Luca and I loved it. There, I'm done. Oh, you liked it? Loved it. Not liked it. I loved I haven't it. Watched it yet? CGI on his, on their heads is the best when yeah. they're doing they're, they're, I'm not going to give it a bunch of stuff away, but CGI. On their heads, in the water, incredible. Good. Loved it. Fantastic. Good for you, Disney Plus, that you're not nickel and diming us to death. It was free. I loved it. To be fair, though, Tell with me. that being said, hey, Disney Plus, uh, make sure that the people who worked on your other stuff, not just the stuff that you seem as really, really, really viable, like your main properties or Marvel, also make money that they should be making because now the people who worked on Luca don't get that like – Oh, right. That's Ticket true. Ticket income because they were just like, it's free now. It's like, But it's incredible. Sorry, that's my foot. No, it's okay. It was incredible. It was good. And, and I noticed this week because I grabbed uh, McDonald's coffee on my way here. The Happy Meal toy. Oh, Luca. It's Luca, yeah. yeah. So, okay. You want to talk about Loki? Uh, Just really quick. Episode four is currently out. Yes. I have not watched it. You've watched Halfway. half of it. Halfway, yeah. Because it's, it's great because I can watch it on so my lunch. It's fun. It's a very good show. I very much enjoy it. Episode two was awesome. Episode they talk really awesome. fast, though. Yes, because they're British. Well, Owen Wilson's not British. Wow. <laughs> that's good. Wow. I also live under the desk. Wow. Wow, that's a big desk you got there, yeah, man. That's me, George Lucas, and... Uh, John Travolta. John Travolta. Wow. 
That's yeah, pretty good. That's good. Wow. So yeah, no, it's good. And then um, really quickly, he's probably my favorite MCU character, by the way. I I know he I like is your favorite. Okay, bye, Iron Man. You're dead now. Bye bye. Bye, Captain America. Bye bye, Hulk. We'll see what happens. Uh, everyone else, bye 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 bye. Someone's you're like, like Mobius. Someone's like you like him even more than Phil Coulson, and I was like, yes. Yeah. He rules because he doesn't take your crap, and I love that. No, it's he's he's good. The series is good. Um, I'm also. So yeah, watching Luca, watching a lot of series. I'm watching Once Upon a Time again. Um, because I haven't seen all the seasons because I kind of gave up on it. Watching High School Musical, the musical, the series, liking that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just you know interested in all of this stuff. It's really been fun. Also watching American Ninja Warrior, The Bachelorette, Pressure Luck. We've just been busy with television. All right, are we ready? Because this is a long episode, but we're having fun. Yes. So, and, um, the, so read the movies we're back in the good ones. Yes. I have to pull the, I have to pull the list. Yeah, that's okay. We're on 10 through 19, I believe. Yes, we are. Number 10, us 2019. Number 11, Toy Story 4, 2019. You know what's funny about those two movies? What? I saw them in the same theater. Oh. at the same time, obviously. But like the same fancy theater. Number 12, Lady Bird 2017. Which we've we've already done that one. Number 13, Mission Impossible Fallout, 2018. Number 14, Black Klansman, 2018. Number 15, Get Out, 2017. We've, We've done. done that one. Too scary. Number 16, The Irishman, 2019. <laughs> number 17, The Godfather, 1972. We've done. Number eight, nine, yeah, 18, All About Eve, 1950. And number 19, Mad Max Fury Road, 2015. Done it. What am I watching? No, you tell me what you're, what I'm watching first. Why? Because I just want to know. I'm unsure. Because I have four. You have... F- I have four. That's why. Do I have four? Four. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have all the options except for one. No, except for two. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? Well, why you have four? Because they all look... Okay. So there's the typical mom answer. Yeah, which we know which one that is. Toy Story 4. Oh. I was going to say it was Get Out. No, we've already seen, we've already I done that joking. one. Oh, I'm like, you know, we already did that one. So it's a typical mom answer. There's the action one. Yeah. There's the classic one. Yeah. And then there's the one that is going to be so scary, but I kind of want to see it, but I kind of don't want to see it, so I don't want to pick that one, and I don't want you to pick that one for me either. We've already watched Lady Bird. No, <laughs> Lady Bird was good. Okay, so what are you going to pick? Or I can just pick right now. You pick right now. Pick, pick, pick. Here's the thing. Are you gonna, now, here's the thing to remember. I'm going to be talking about this movie. Pick it. Pick what do you want. Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. You chickened uh, out last minute. That's okay. I did chicken out because I, I really want to see us, but I don't think I can do it. I think you can do it. I'm not. I'm a grown up, but I don't want to. Let's just say that. I don't want to. Okay, great. So you're watching us. Um, <laughs> I don't want to. No, it's okay. And I'll uh, tell you right now. Okay. There's only one part to me that is really scary. Okay. You tell me offline. Off mic. It's when the people that you don't like show up. Okay. And so part of it's like, oh yeah. Okay, so I'm Give watching it us. To them. Yes, because here's why this movie's not going to be scary. That scary to you? You know what Santa Cruz is, right? So there are parts in your brain that will pull you out of it because you're like, where are they? And and I'm gonna watch it on my phone, which is a tiny little screen, so then yeah. I can just push it away. But also Jordan Peele. 
is okay. a very good director. Yes. Very good at the story. Now, he is not the Twilight Zone guy. Yeah, he is. Okay, so I get him mixed up. He's the only... The, Keegan-Michael Key just has stayed doing acting. Okay. And, like, voice stuff. Okay. Jordan Peele is kind of do- delve into horror. Okay. This is more horror than Get Out was... Like, Get Out was a thriller. <sighs> okay. It gets a little weird. Okay. And it just kind of happens okay but you just have to roll with it okay because it, it's more like oh okay sure whatever okay then it is like like get out to me was like bing bang bing bang bang this is like oh huh Ooh. Mm. Like, it's interesting but also it's got lupita nyong'o who's amazing okay she's the the girlfriend in Black Panther. Okay. But also she's Maz Kanata in the Star Wars sequels, the little the little orange alien who's like, Chewbacca's my boyfriend. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? Nope, but that's she's okay. She's kind of got little butt eyes, but... Um. Oh, okay. That's okay. Um, okay. You, do you want to pass? You can pass. Well, I'm kind of scared to watch it, but I am a grown-up. I was yeah. scared to watch The Shining, and I did it, and it wasn't scary. Yes. But you already said this is scary. But what I'm telling you, Mom, is there's only one part to me that is genuinely scary. Okay. But it is also made funny. Okay. Because it's the characters. I can do it. It's characters you. It's just like any other slasher when it's characters that you don't like. You're anyway. like, yeah, you're like, whatever. I don't but care you're about like, you. Oh, yeah. All get right. Em. But also there's a whole joke with an Alexa during the entire scene. Okay. So. Sounds good. All it's, right, I'll yeah. watch it, and so I'm going to watch Us, and you're going to watch Mission Impossible Fallout. Yes. Sounds good. All right. All right, everybody, have a good night. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.